to all of those who loved him, all of us who still look for the black number three in the field, if you look real hard, they say you can still see him there. If you listen with us to the following song, well, perhaps you just might feel him here with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, here to remember Dale Earnhardt. TC and Jake. I know I've asked you this, but what was the song? I can't believe you don't know. Was it Kid Rock? No, no, no. Much better. I mean, that would not properly remember Dale Earnhardt Jr. I don't know. What would remember Dale Earnhardt Jr. better than Garth Brooks's The Dance? Ah, uh, not... You probably wish you would have been... I made this joke the first time. <laughs> wish you would have been standing outside the fire. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that was... Uh, I think I did that seven years ago. He's when just I first looking back question. on all the things that Dale had done. So we dance. That's right. I'm, I'm just excited to podcast with you today, Jake. I'm feeling good. And uh, there's a simple reason why. Did Catholics have, back on top. We got the White House back. Explain. Catholics having the White House? The person who occupies the White House is Catholic. Donald Trump? No. If I were to call there right now and then and ask to speak to Donald, they would say yes. If I asked to speak to Joseph, they would say no. Uh, they and would I don't know, know if this is a great week for you to be touting your Catholicism. Uh, and then if you... If <laughs> All you, the news about your religion ain't been good news. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I think there was a scandal. Like, you sure you're not just thinking about the Boy Scouts? No, I thought there was more. I only really know what's going on in Catholicism based on... Liz Brunig wrote some Theodore McCarrick articles like two or three weeks ago, but it wasn't like new news. It's bad. I'm, I'm not saying like uh, things are things are great, but... That's probably what I was thinking. That of. we had a pederast uh, a couple of years ago is not like, uh, I think we're going to live. But I, I would just uh, tell you to go to that White House, maybe climb up to the top, look, uh, look right across the street. What do I see? A Supreme Court also packed with Catholics. I don't know that you want to tell one religion. Amy uh, Chili Coney Barrett. <laughs> Number one religion. All right, Bora. <laughs> maybe, maybe you with your uh, your leftist identity politics uh, don't want to tout stuff like that. But me, someone whose primary issue is uh, my deeply held religion. Oh uh, my gosh! I just look around and I see everything's coming up Catholics. Looking down at the the board and seeing nothing but good Catholic things. That's right. I mean, we you're. Got, uh, we said. You know what? You can strike us down, put a bullet through our head, but at least 60, 70 years later, we will be back. <laughs> I don't know. You that can't we hold back. us down forever. Uh, so first thing. Catholics back on top. You're, you're, uh, Catholics back the on justice, top. And maybe this was all part of some deviant plot. I would not put that be beyond uh, the church. We've had to plot a time or two. So... Maybe you're going to try to tell me that the Rose Garden super spreader event was all some sort of like planned thing to advance the policy uh, ideas. A regrettable episode. 
And then maybe you're also, again, I know we talked about this, but you're going to tell we me went that, to confession. That, <laughs> then sending a, uh, a strongly worded email after all the students just did the exact same thing well, that you did a couple that. weeks ago. I understand. And like, he looks like an idiot. And uh, I don't know if you, uh, was the 130 News following the uh, no confidence vote? No. The faculty Senate uh, like brought forth uh, a motion where like if it had gone badly for Father Jenkins, he would have been out. But, well, that's, uh, but it, it did feels not, like insult to injury. It did not go badly. <laughs> uh, like, dude, shouldn't you get to keep it if you? It's because of what you're talking about. <laughs> like, how PR? is the guy? How is the guy who's telling the students uh, these? This is what we have to do for coronavirus. Going to be the guy who caught the coronavirus because he's being an idiot. Faculty Senate. I think that's what it was. Some kind of a... I like it. You know, the teachers, if the teachers all tell you, it's our opinion that you fucking blow. But that would be more like the faculty voters. I like the idea of like the faculty whip. You know, like I've got a... It's like the uh, Star Wars prequels. That's kind of the setup. That definitely short-circuited me when I was a kid. Like when those came out, I'm like, what do you mean the Senate? They have a Senate? I didn't really understand the concept of the Senate being applicable across governing (laughs) i think i just thought there was something about the fact that the united states that's just the senate not this guy with five eyes i mean how could he ever do the job tom delay did yeah yeah uh i wasn't uh phased at all i actually took it all very coolly because uh i had read so many of the expanded universe books so i i was already pretty well familiar with how coruscant worked and uh you know, Jeez, every, everything about the old empire. Yet, I asked you a couple Republic. weeks ago, I'm like, what's the deal with the Mandalorian? Because they were just beating us over the head with it in some Monday Night Football game. And you're yeah, like, I've, yeah, I've I'm I've not seen, really into it. I've seen the first. No, that's not what I said. I said, I've seen the first season. Oh, so you're going to wait full season for two? I know yeah, that was probably. your Fargo plan, but. Uh, I do like to do that. I, I prefer to uh, be able to binge things, but also just, you know. I've been very busy, Jay. <laughs> this uh, Pew Research poll from uh, last year says that a uh, percentage of adults who say that sexual abuse and misconduct is, quote, more common among Catholic priests and bishops than among leaders in less uh, or leaders in other religious traditions. 48% say more, 47% say equal. So we've got 47% of people hoodwinked into thinking that other people Look, do a similar you hear about amount? This all the time. That's a. Uh, that's certainly why the stereotype is just about this one. Uh, yeah, you got a split vote. I'll, I'll take that. You should I, stop the count. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, no, certainly. No, Jake, My I... My Catholic uh, news was about the Pope liking that butt pic. Liking the what? So the Pope has an Instagram account. Okay. And didn't know that. he got but... fucking Ted Cruz, Corey Chase. Oh, no. And to make matters worse, the I Instagram... Mean, certainly not the Pope. But you're going to say it was certainly the Cruz missile? Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. I tend to agree, but <laughs> somebody who had access to his account uh, and his six million followers, I'm sure, liked a... Now, I believe she was Argentinian, so maybe he had some history with her because he is, correct? That sounds right. I think he might have been the first one from there. Um, I think she is either Brazilian or Argentinian, but... The, now that we have the, a Catholic president, when do we get an American pope? I feel like there was one at least that advanced to like the semis last time around because I remember listening to Francesa being like, I gotta, they're going to get a new Pope. I think they got a, at least one guy in there from, from Jersey. He's a possible why, new Pope. Why not Mike? 
<laughs> Why not Mike himself? He's uh, already known as the Pope. So tell me what about this photo that Pope Frankie liked that jumps out to you that might make you think, okay, that might have actually been a photo that he would like. Would it possibly be the Catholic oh, schoolgirl no. outfit? Oh, no. And uh, if this photo were in full, you would just see her whole ass. Yeah, I wish it was. I mean, you could probably find it later. And probably several other photos of girls' butts. They say that the, uh, you know, the Vatican speaks to an independent source like the Catholic News Agency, and they said that, look, we're going to get to the bottom of this. It's, we're going to have an internal probe. That's good. Now, I understand, Restore the confidence. I understand that some of you appeared to be laughing just now when we said we were conducting an internal probe. Very immature. <laughs> Grow up. Speaking of butts, I feel like we're in a porn shoot. Uh, because of the cameras? Yeah, I mean, we now have quad camera. Like, this feels like what it's like. Don't, uh, I, do you think they have? I mean, you know, certainly some episodes they have multiple cameras, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, we know it varies. Not, not an interesting question. Do you think if you went to a shoot, like, how long would you feel grossed out about, like, looking at adult content? A day? I don't think it's like if I went zero. to a shoot and then like went home yeah. and was like back on the internet. Because I bet it's pretty disgusting, dude. Like the amount of just yeah, I bet it's fluids hot. everywhere and the uncomfortable nature of it. I bet it's not hot at all. Yeah, no that that August Ames uh, and and the the butterfly effect, both of those. Uh, yeah, it, it did not make me enjoy porn more. No, but it also um, didn't make you quit. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we all understand that that's so, not, uh, you know, am I going to quit breathing? Am I going to quit eating? <laughs> These are biological functions. Um, the answer is yes. I am going to quit eventually. We all die, Jake. That's kind of the main message of the podcast. Yeah. Just accept it. A lot of, everything gets easier after that. You know how many terrible things have happened in this world because people just didn't want to die? But you're just, you've just laid out how religious you are. So you have nothing to be worried about. That's true. You just need to get to the end of January. Because this is the best shot you've had. What? I mean, I know dying? they've been in an actual playoff, but this team is better than that team, right? Uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, like, if they win a championship, it's going to be by beating Clemson, Ohio State, and Alabama three in a row. Do you think that's likely to happen? And that'll be two against the Tigers, so... Yeah, I don't know that it's likely to happen, but it would be a more impressive resume. I mean, it would be one of the most impressive runs of all time. We agree on that. And everybody wouldn't immediately... They would have clearly earned their title. Right. And we wouldn't have Manti jokes to make to sully it. No. All of the players on this team either don't have girlfriends or who have girlfriends that's real. 100%. Have girlfriends that's real. Yes. There's <laughs> something childish about that. No, it's just a good observation. No, I've been uh, too busy to watch The Mandalorian, Jake, because I've been having a great time playing my PlayStation 5. Is this a, you're asking me for money? I'm going to get you your money. <laughs> no, I trust the money will get there. I'm really going to get you your money. I mean, I thought you um, kind of gave me a little bit of an opening last time when you were like, I thought you said it had to wait till the transfer of power. And Kaylee told me today, that ain't happening because there's nothing to transfer. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, wh whatever. Uh, if, if in fact, uh, like Trump does declare martial law and himself as Supreme di Dictator, um, I think that you being squirrely about whether or not you owe the money is going to be the least of my problems. <laughs> I don't think that currency will be worth anything. So it'll be, uh, you know, kind of a moot point. 
No, and you'll be imprisoned. That's right. That's right. <laughs> With a debt to the U.S. federal government. Yeah. Um, so how is it? It's awesome. Uh, it's, you know, it's as awesome as you'd think. Um, I'm really glad. So you definitely have some uh, some problems created by, like, it's backwards compatible with all the PlayStation 4 stuff, but I never, like, I went Xbox last round of consoles. But I kind of like this idea of uh, switching back and forth because there were plenty of PlayStation exclusive games that looked cool from afar that I couldn't really get into that now I'm catching up on. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, top oh, of that yeah. list, uh, a, a, a quality. And uh, I'd never played uh, Last of Us. I'm working through Last of Us. Now they have Last of Us 2 as well, as you surely know. And Is that the little phone awesome. game where you got little characters and you run around a map and you're trying to figure out who killed who? Now that's the... Among Us. Oh. I Which tried looks to... fun. I, I tried to play wanna... yeah? for like 10 minutes when one of Saroy's big um, to-dos and uh-huh. I could not figure it out. Which was especially concerning shock. because Norm could. Yeah, that, you should feel that way about it. But that. even the, when, once I had it like mildly figured out, I'm like, look, I just don't get it. I don't get why this is fun or entertaining. It doesn't seem anything approaching either. Have you ever had fun before? Yeah, I have. Uh, I just don't think it typically is going to happen on my phone. I love stuff like that. I mean, just that style of game. Uh, I was just a big Mafia fan growing up. Did you ever uh, play that I it's remember Mafia. Not really a card game, but it involves cards. Yeah. And I'll tell you the other thing, too, extremely underrated because everybody is so familiar. By the way, if you want her to go away, you're going to have to stop doing that. I don't care if she's okay. there or not. I'm just letting you know. Uh, everybody knows and talks about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade style game. Mm-hmm. Don't remember if that was two or three. I think it was two. But the first game they did, it looked kind of like how Among Us looks, and it was tight. Yeah. It was like an overhead, almost like it looked like Zelda, but except you were a Ninja Turtle, which was uh, super cool. I like remember the, that for the, uh, the outside, uh, you were doing that. And then, and you then, go, then you would go down, and it, was a, it was a traditional side scroller. But I like the the varying views for those type of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what made it really cool. That was to me. a cool, uh, nin, or, uh, yeah, Ninja I, Turtle. Dude, game. I spent a lot of time with Zelda. I don't know that we've ever really talked about that. I was obsessed. Never been a Zelda dude. guy. I loved it so much, man. Because it was hard. Yeah. That's why I liked it, is that it was like, this is extremely challenging for me. Whereas, you know, I was just smoking people in every sports game I played. So, you know, the fire was was gone. It was nice nice to have a little bit of a challenge. No, but it has blown my mind a little bit. And I mean, like, all of the features that I'm about to talk about uh, are, like, widely mocked and hated by people who really paid close attention to these things. But I just miss a lot of the really dumb shit or what, you know, I, I'm resigning and calling it dumb shit. I don't think it was dumb at all. I think it was great and awesome that uh, Xbox One tried to do. And it kind of blows my mind that we're a generation later and that they're, that it still can't do it. Like uh, Xbox One uh, had the ability, like the, the voice control stuff was great, which like, I don't even think that Xbox is trying, I don't know. Maybe they are on the, uh, the the new one or whatever, but I I don't think so. I mean, you know, like whenever they started making later ones, they wouldn't include the voice recognition thing with it. Um, and like that stuff was great. The like uh, picture in picture, like Xbox used to be able to like uh, snap, like uh, you know, if you wanted to watch the Cowboys game while you're playing a video game, it would have the ability to do so. 
Um, and uh, I don't know, man, just stuff like that. Like the words, it's more, they're not focusing on like making the games better, yeah, but I don't... they're making it like work as a, you know, something that's in your living room that like uh, allows you to do the other things still there. I don't know. I uh, I have no use for that. Even if I were in the gaming world, I would be like, what's the point of this? I think like 90% of the features that are included in products in general are a complete fucking waste of time. Interesting take. Yeah. I got that. Go. There's one button you need on that microwave. <laughs> but there are 10. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, most of them are just numerals. Yeah, but I mean, even if we get over into like broccoli slash vegetable. Well, broccoli is a vegetable, so... Didn't even really need to put that word on there, and I would never use this. Yeah. And uh, what sort of dummy is reheating pizza in the microwave? I don't need a pizza button. And even if I was going to use a microwave for it, I have no idea how it would be different than just putting one minute. All yeah. you need is the one minute button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty uh, much it. But uh, I, uh, you know, to uh, hear the the guy who doesn't know how to work his phone as well as Norm is like, I don't even know why they have these features. Yeah, that, right. Uh, it all checks out. Well, you wouldn't want to watch a cowboy game while you're banging scrolls. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Just kind of like keep it. Uh, certainly uh, the Bears game Monday night. You know, Jesus Christ, TC. You think I should have had to devote my full attention to that? No, I don't think it. I don't think or it was deserving any. Keeping uh, keeping track of the score, just having <laughs> it up in the little corner. If that would have been sufficient, Tyler Bray is still around. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was stunned. I mean, you know, I was thinking about how great it would have been if he just fucking uncorked it. What has he got like to just, lose? He just, he just walks in there. Well, you know, apparently by the look on his face, a lot. <laughs> his bowels as a starting, <laughs> starting offer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fucking awesome. Uh, you know, Last of Us is great. That, that That's my review. PlayStation 5 thumbs up. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the main reason I wanted to bring it up is just... Uh, Shout out to the uh, incredibly nice man that uh, sold me his for face value. Like he he had ordered it, and I think kind of like uh, you know once he made the purchase was like, do I really need this? And then uh, was like, you know, I'll just give it to you for face if you want. And I said I do. So I drove out. So to he didn't it. have a second one. He just wanted to get rid of the one he bought. He had bought one. He said he was making a comp- like he was making a gaming PC. He was building one for himself, and he's like, I'm going to be using this mainly anyways. So I don't know why I did this and. Said that uh, he would be happy to uh, depart with it, and I I drove out to Fort Worth, met him at his at his home, and we made the exchange. And I thank him very much. I mean, obviously, I'd love to judge and put you down right now. Uh huh. Yeah. But the, it's your default. The Blake Lucas shoes thing it is the same thing. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. Although he did have two, I find it odd that somebody made sure they were on the list to get. A PS5 uh, and then know, looked at it for a day I, and was like... I didn't think that asking more questions was my, uh, was <laughs> my was route. Running out. Yeah, so... Yeah, especially it was... I I thought that I could really work the target system and it was getting dicey. My, uh, my confidence seemed misplaced, so... And then you just roast a kid to get it on Twitter. You're like, look at this dumb kid. <laughs> give, me, give me the PS5, not him. Yeah, um, I did. For a did. tweet that was not sent to you, so you actively had to somehow... No, 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 no. Uh, someone replied to it and uh, like said something about me. Like I, I, it, it ended up in my mentions. I was not... I don't follow Betsy. You know, I'm <laughs> sure she's a nice person. Maybe I should. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that and then, uh, then, then had another tweet just kind of like uh, building on it in a fun way 
that got like 7,000 replies to people who just uh, didn't get the joke. So thanks a lot to them. Twitter. Really Um, fun. Yeah, I know. I knew it would be some. It's just there was exactly one person. And I mean, you know, plenty of people liked it. I don't need... I don't need the constant adoration. Yeah. Jake. It's okay. I'm right. self-satisfied <laughs> enough. I don't need all. But uh, there's one guy who like uh, hopped in and was like, I get it. And then 7,000 people are like, why are the socks mismatched? Yeah. I mean, that's, those are two of the worst parts about Twitter. That one is at least like people just being assholes to be funny. But I've often thought that, and I don't know how this is if you work at a different place. You know, I, I guess the first thing I would think of is if you work at like Barstool, mm-hmm. where there's a way more uniformity, I would say, among your audience. Are they constantly having 50% of if they try to say anything joking on Twitter that is obviously a joke, do half of their replies immediately just phew, completely miss it? I bet Barstool, it's much higher a percentage. You say that, but I think it's just a general, more like just their audience is tighter. Idiots. It's it's a tighter cluster of age, uh, gender. Like for me, probably like half the people that see a tweet of mine are fifty or over, or at least forty five or, and they just yeah. don't speak like the tinge of drill dirtbaggy yeah like sort of comedy that i can't even really explain barstool like you're right at least it's all 20 year olds but it's the dumbest 20 year olds on the planet i don't think that they have a real well-developed comedy sense that's why they need barstool yeah i don't know maybe but i still think that means that they can get dumb jokes (laughs) they might not get good ones or uh not dumb ones but still i've just wondered what that life would be like one day if every single tweet didn't come with i never know what you're saying well you know brush up that resume dude sky's the limit for you in my opinion could you be in nick wright's shoes in in two years i think so dude the nick wright story is ridiculous like if why not you dude because you know why i was reminded of this because i was just doing googling something about it tom herbin on how much i hate tom herbin oh yeah 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 that was was it 2015 explain that whole thing so Tom Herman, I don't think everyone remembers that it's muddy. And I think Herman might've been right, but Tom Herman, who I cannot stand, never have liked the guy. Um, you just hate what he's done to your horns. I just don't think he deserved the job. I think he beat Florida state in a bowl game and everyone was like, Oh, this guy's definitely a massive upgrade. I mean, lost like what one game over two years in Houston, two games. Yeah, I mean, they had a great record, but still, so did... Uh, and I mean, he did. He was Zeke's offensive coordinator. That's true, but that was like what? Everything he had done prior to taking over at Texas had been like just unimaginable success. I think you could say that about Charlie, too, though. And it was like, no. this is a little too big for this guy, no, maybe. Louisville, and I think it's too big for, for Louisville like, had, a, had like one good year. He was there for three seasons, and I think one of them was good. Weren't those Florida defenses pretty good? The Florida defenses were good, but I'm saying that his first couple Louisville teams sucked, and then he got a good quarterback and rode that to, you know, uh, a Sugar Bowl loss and left. Like, at least he, at least uh, Herman won his bowl game he made it to. He had two good years in Louisville. Okay. But you're right. They went 11-2 one year. And one, they actually won that Sugar Bowl, and then went twelve and one the next year. Oh, but did they? Did not get in. The point is, I, I didn't. I never thought it was like a huge upgrade. And like, yeah, okay, right. fuck me. So I, I do. I, re- I recall they, they win that. 
uh, it's whatever. I don't really care that much about Texas football, but I love that Tom Herman seems like a consummate um, butthead. And it was over Kyle Allen because Kyle Allen was transferring from Texas A&M. One of the hosts on some Houston radio station said on the air that he heard that Herman had met with Allen like over the holiday break or something. And what ensued was a 20-minute phone call between a head coach at Houston and a local radio show, which was hosted by Nick Wright. Uh, he was one of the hosts on like their midday show in Houston five years ago. And now what he, time slot do you work? I'm saying. If you go listen to this audio, if you are interested in just taking a hammer to your balls, it's 20 minutes of the host that's not Nick Wright and Tom Herman arguing over whether or not a phone call constitutes a meeting. That's who Tom Herman is. <laughs> like he, the pedantic, I'm never going to admit anything about this that might possibly be conceding. Yeah, but like you said, it kind of looks like he's right. I think is he was right. It was just not worth it. If I if I had had a phone call with you and I was like, you remember when we met last week, would you not look at me like I had three heads? I don't think it's as cut and dry as you're saying, but I get it. So do you think that if you have a Zoom call, people are like, oh, I had a meeting? Yes. They call those, like, they call them Zoom meetings. And for some reason, if you got a conference call, it's just like, oh, it was a conference call. Yeah. It wasn't a conference call meeting. Or you wouldn't just call it a conference. You'd call it a conference call. But the point is, that's Tom Herman. He was yelling at Nick Wright, who was kind of just trying to hide during the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And now he probably makes like, Seven, eight million dollars a year. And so can you, if you just follow Dr. Phil's system. <laughs> that was what, probably my favorite part of the uh, Antonio Brown to Tom Brady connection was that Tom had introduced uh, AB to Tony Robbins. Oh. Like, oh, so now you want to uh, burn your feet you know instead who, of freezing uh, You know who came out of the Tony Robbins thing that I didn't realize, but this is kind of his first big break, is uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Did he? Yeah. Think he uh, did security for him at some point or something like that? Man, I don't remember what exactly it was. Tony was like, got to get this guy on stage. My stepmom, whenever my dad first uh, started dating her, she was involved in some sort of seminar circuit thing. I don't think it was Tony Robbins. And I don't think all this shit existed before like 1990. Frank T.J. Mackey? I don't know any of the other ones to laugh enough. That's Tom Cruise's character in Magnolia. Okay, I haven't seen that, oh. but you know that. All right. I thought I thought you'd made a Frank T.J. Mackey joke to me before in my life. <laughs> That's an oddly specific, incorrect memory. <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of people know about it. It's very, it's, you know, it's an iconic character. Probably the best role of his life. Hey, what the fuck's going on with Ken Paxton? That's a great question, Jake. It Do you appears know? like he is breaking the law. Yeah, I got, I have uh, some idea. But I mean, isn't like we've morphed to a point where like every single politician is being accused at some level of breaking the law by their opponent. Like yeah, it's not yeah. even breaking like this one seems to be sticking a little bit. But I well, mean, it's this every day. This isn't being accused by his opponent. This, this is, is being like accused by like government. his best work friends. Oh. Like his hand picked number two and three in command is like, uh, this looks distinct. Like I've been ignoring. All of the other things that looked like law breaking, but this one I can't. 
beyond the pale. Yeah, there's there's just a uh, there's a there's a campaign donor who is a real estate developer that uh, appears to be in some pretty deep shit, and Paxton has been like handing down rulings for no other purpose than using his office to make things easier for his campaign donor. And you know, that's not how you're supposed to use government offices. Well, it's so they say. <laughs> no, as we've no, said for it's, years, it's, it's the only reason to how, get into politics. Uh, no, the skimmy, skimmy, skim. The reason to get into politics is to help people. You can't even say it with a straight face. I just did. Yeah, I know what you you parlayed your campaign work into becoming a chicken sandwich reporter. I did, but first off, I wanted to help people. <laughs> The chicken sandwich thing was just a, you know, happy accident. Yeah, again, I don't really have any idea what's happening with this story. I've been more focused on the Pope and the butt. But it seems like, uh, especially after we just mentioned Tom DeLay earlier, who I know is not an attorney general, but he was a crooked Texas politician. People people very senior in his office uh, like wrote a letter saying like, you know, uh, he's breaking the law. We saw him do it. We think it should stop. Um... I think that he fired all of them or some of them and was like, no, uh, I'm bulletproof. Come and get me. And yeah, now the FBI uh, is, is investigating him. That's, that's the new development. We found out, like, it's been out there for a couple of weeks that uh, his office, you know, told, told people that he was doing these things. Uh, but the FBI, I don't know. I don't even really think it's that much of news because whenever I saw it, I was like, if we have an FBI, then of course they're looking into this and they don't usually like announce beforehand uh, that they're going to. So uh, yeah, I, I think it was safe to assume that there's been an investigation going on, but yeah, now there's definitely an investigation going on. Uh, speaking of the FBI, mm-hmm. how close have you kept up with this situation regarding the local music scene? I don't know any of what you mean there. Okay, well... We're going to tread lightly here. So Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, the shooting? The. Shootings? Okay. But yeah. Is that what you're... The most melodramatic tweet I've seen on that website? Dude. Is Dallas... Is it just falling apart? Is it crazy out there? I just guys? said, is it turning into like street warfare? Is this street warfare? So, Dallas rapper Mo3 uh-huh. was killed on the freeway last week. Uh, someone pulled up. He was on the freeway? Yeah. Okay. I thought he was like at the, well, anyway. Someone pulled up and I don't exactly know how this happened, Uh but it would seem as if they probably like somehow blocked his car. Possibly. I don't know. But somehow he ends up out at noon running on Stimmons. Okay. And is shot while running. So he's running across 35 and they shoot him. Yeah. I think he was trying to run maybe towards the access road. I'm not sure, but he ends up killed. Uh, there's like long simmering back and forth. It sounds between... like kind of a tough shot, to be honest. It also sounds like something you wouldn't believe if you saw on this week's episode of nine one one. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting shot at noon on Tuesday on a, on a busy freeway, freeway like, like outside of his car. Yeah. That's... So I don't know how that happened. I don't but... think I could. I I couldn't make that shot. Uh, well, yeah, but you're not like called. You're not a. I don't think you could make that shot. Guy. I don't know what any of that means. Um, so how how's your shooting? Not good. Yeah. Shotgun guy. I love the shotgun. It's easy. 
But if he, if you're standing on 35 and he's running towards the access road, like I'm not saying that you're getting nothing in him, but I am getting nothing. You think you're getting nothing? Might get somebody on accident, <laughs> okay. which also happened that day. Yeah, I'm, I'm just as a saying. bystander. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of like you know these different sects of the local scene or whatever that have these issues with each other, those issues with each other. And that's what made you clutch your pearls. And this was public. That Where did you even get the pearls? This was public on a public Instagram, but another rapper who may or may not have had some dispute with this guy, his Instagram story was him in traffic, like exiting on 35, being like, I wonder what's going on up there. That seems suspicious, Jake. Lil Boosie had uh-huh. a song with Mo3. Boosie okay. comes up Friday night for Mo3's vigil. Uh-huh. Shot. Boosie got shot. In Dallas. Here. Here. How is that not news? It is, I mean, it was on the news. He didn't die. I think he got shot in the leg and was in the hospital here I until Sunday or Monday. It. I think an easy way to define what was and was not properly covered is just did I hear about it or not? <laughs> and I didn't hear about that one, so I feel like it should have been covered more. But that's like a couple of different... And there's a whole other backstory to this. Like, It's really kind of weird when you realize and I don't think it's entirely like a white-black thing, but I do think it is a different neighborhoods and pockets of the city. There's like an entire other like world of drama that you just do not see on like WFA news every night. Sure. Like a separate economy, separate seemingly meeting out of justice. And they DPD reached out to the FBI. I think, uh, maybe Monday. And, and we're like, like, we don't know what to do. Yeah. We can't keep Boosie safe. We can't be trusted. We already have our own skyrocketing homemade murders. <laughs> Yeah. Standard vanilla easy murders. Yeah. And now we've got uh some spicy murders. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have to call in the feds. Now I don't know what that looks like. You know, what a call I mean, in yeah, you gotta just send a field officer down. Take over the investigation. But do they like, like they have an office here, they're right? Now, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's not like as cool as it seems on a show where some guy comes in with a briefcase. They did not arrive by helicopter. Right. And he's like, I'm in charge now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there's, there's a, a Dallas office of the FBI. That's, uh, that's how, that's what Mulder and Scully worked out of in the beginning of, uh, X-Files fight the future. Did you once claim that you could have been pretty good at that job or was that just investment banker? I would have been one of the best FBI agents <laughs> the world's ever seen. Maybe I, maybe I still will be. Maybe I am now. Uh, maybe you are now. Um. That's that's more of a CIA thing. I think that FBI, by and large, they're okay saying I work for the FBI. CIA, they won't tell you. I've been listening to uh, Chapo on their uh, premium. They're running a, uh, a retrospective on George H.W. Bush, just looking into the life and times of George H.W. Bush. CIA 72 or 73, something like that. Yeah, so he was the director of mm-hmm. the CIA. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think that like it's pretty uncontroversial, in my opinion, to look at the circumstances and say he was an agent well before that. Yeah, no, I've heard that before. Like whenever you like, they're they're general. Like it's an accepted fact that the way that the organization works and uh, that uh, Scorpions podcast, the Wind to Change, gets into this. If anyone's interested, it's a good podcast. Available only on Spotify if you're looking for 
that podcast. It's on Spotify. It's called Wind of Change. Um, but uh, they uh, like the normal way that they do things is that you don't like have a paycheck that says CIA on it. Yeah. Like you, you join the CIA, you train or whatever. And then like, uh, you're just like, well, I'm leaving now. I'll see you guys later. I'm actually going to go work at AT and T. Uh, but eight, you know, really you're still part of the CIA. Like you, you don't want, you know, like it, it's, it's just easier for people to get in and do that job if they're a VP for AT&T rather than, you know, uh, like wearing a badge to spy on it is going to really hamper your ability to uh, perform your, your work. So uh, Bush Sr. Uh, founded a company called Zapata Oil in 1953, and the co-founder uh, was that, like, was someone who worked at the CIA until they were 27, and then were like, I am resigning of my <laughs> own choice uh, in found, founding this company, Zapata Oil. We're going to buy a uh, oil rig, and we're going to move it to the closest island to Cuba. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> Uh, and then pretty young. they were, uh, on the, the, um, Chapo thing, they were saying it as if like, this is a, everyone knows this. It's not even surprising, but like I was surprised. Uh, so I'll tell you the, uh, Bay of Pigs invasion. They had two boats. Would you like to know the, uh, code names of the boats? Yes, I would. I was going to guess, but there's no way I'd even be close. Houston and Barbara. Hell yeah. What's going on? That's awesome. What's another reason <laughs> for them to be Houston and Barbara? Yeah, don't even try to hide it. If not Look. for the guy who lives in Houston whose wife is named Barbara is involved <laughs> in the in the in the operation. Yeah, that's fantastic. Like I'm trying to think of what possibly he could have come up with that's more obvious. Like the head of the CIA at the time was a, a fellow Skull and Bones member. Okay. Alan Dulles. Of the airport, I'm not of the family positive, of the airport. Probably, yeah, because the like his, everything in America. His brother was the Secretary of State, and I think that he generally had a higher profile. And I, Secretary of State gets things named after him. CIA director only gets like CIA buildings named after him. I always think it's weird. I'm looking at his John list of, Foster Dulles of jobs here is the uh, Secretary of State. Yes, and he was speaking of um, 41 here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a chance that whenever he was an ambassador for the United Nations or the liaison to the People's Republic of China, basically just a diplomat or ambassador, there's a chance that those are CIA roles as well. But in between, you're the chair of the RNC. You know how boring that sounds as opposed to, like, getting to be a spy in, in Beijing or really no, anywhere? I'm sure he liked it. Like, your job now is to book the Catholic... Uh, canceled kid. Yeah, yeah. And to call Patricia McCloskey. Well, when I think that'd be fun. The year before and the next year, you've got like a you know a gun pin. I would think that <laughs> it doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds horrible. Planning the convention is probably a pretty small part of what they're doing generally. I think that they're more trying. I mean, you know, we we just don't have that strong of party leadership, like as like as part of as a, a part of our system. They're not meeting with caterers. <laughs> no, I don't think they're meeting with caterers. I think that they are like hypothetically doing some amount of, uh, you know, like uh, figuring out um, who's going to do what, like, like who, what candidates are we going to run? Okay, kind of thing. But well, that doesn't sound as exciting as getting to pick out 
the drapes from behind the stage and stuff. Yeah, I mean, but also I, both I are less know. exciting than being yeah. a spy. Yeah, that's true. Boy, I bet if you're a spy, I bet you have to for the rest of your life have some. You've got to trick up sexual relations more than the average person. That that sounds right to me. Yeah. I don't think normal life would ever do it for you again. Mm-hmm. Really in any way. But I guess also like you have to lie about it. So I mean, you know, like probably you can... your first couple months out, you'd have some relief. Like I, I, I could see, you know, being like, oh, that's a big weight off my shoulders. That's nice. But then, yeah, you. Uh, I bet they don't live very long. It's just like for me, Jake. It's kind of that the action the is thing. the juice. Okay, good. Whew, I was going to say, I'll, I'll take heat. I'll take size more. I don't want to hear about the wilderness again. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, you know, that's to your detriment, dude. There's a lot of, lot of wisdom in that scene and my analysis of it and whether or not you want to have that wisdom in your life is your choice. I hope I can get heat on the air. Armageddon didn't go well for me, but I feel like I had the support of the people. Of like, course. Like Trump. Obviously. I was talking to my dad the other day. And uh, I called him around 3.30 after the show. And uh, I was like, he answered, he's talking kind of quiet. And I said, where are you at? And he said, oh, I'm at uh, the public library in Flower Mound. Okay. I said, well, why? (laughs) Good question. And he said, uh, yeah, uh, once a week, I've been coming up here with my, uh, my Wall Street Journal my AARP and my Texas Monthly, and I just go into one of these tiny little uh, quiet study rooms they have, and I just read for four or five hours. Then I go across the street to Lifetime, and I swim for an hour, and then I go home and I drink beers. He's like, this is my once a week. That's perfect. I know. And I was like, why can't you read it? And then I thought, he's just like, you know, it's just a lot of of noise back there. (laughs) And I was like, noise? How many people? How many people live in Pretty much just one. House. Pretty much just one other. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He's like, a lot of noise. Neighbor wants to come by and say hello. You know, you got this person coming to the door, this person coming out to work on something. Uh, he's right. He's like, I just don't want to deal with it. When it was time for me to study, I didn't just sit in my room. Went to a quiet place in the library. It just made me think like, man, being retired must kick ass. If you can pull it off. <laughs> yeah. And you can actually do it in a way where you feel done, done. He was just like, yeah, it's my day. He's like, I mean, I, if you got in like a decade of Nick Wright work, I think you'd be set. A decade? At most. How about two years? I mean, you're I'm telling just, me I could hand you $10 million and you make that work for you for the rest of your life if you invested properly? I could. I you could. absolutely could. I had a, had a Anybody friend. Anybody could. I had a friend who uh, made a lot of money at one point and like uh, hasn't made much money recently. You know, all by choice. Uh, no, no criticism here. But uh, we we were hanging out, and he just uh, said, "You know, if you make three hundred thousand in a year, it's like you made a hundred thousand in three years." He's a hundred percent correct. He is right. Now, obviously, you run you really yourself into a little trouble for a year with the budgeting. If you live up to the three hundred for that first year, then yeah. you don't really get to just play the 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 mean. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. And I guess if you do that for like 30 years, then you can buy yourself a few more of reading 
the AARP magazine at the local public library That's before you go dreaming. for a swim and some beers. That is wonderful. I would love to go for a swim. They got a heated pool at the 24-hour? Uh, Probably. He goes to life. I would not personally get in most big gym pools or hot oh, tubs, but that one's bad. pretty premium. Yeah. Um, And I haven't been back. I think we're actually going to do a little membership at the local rec up here for their pool. Hmm. But even, you know, there's a lot of kids in there, man. Like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. Piss. The like. You know my stance. Yeah, but there's probably a limit to where I do care. But there's also people who don't get in the lakes. That's not me. It couldn't be. It's extremely weird. No. All right, well, that's all I got. We're going to have two episodes this week, and tomorrow's has a guest. Yeah, so I think we'll probably not make that Patreon, because I want everyone to be able to experience this guest. So, look forward to that. All right, we'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.